The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to The Natural Way with Sandy. Yet again another podcast. And I would also like to reiterate what I've said previously, thanking people for providing input and feedback on the podcast. And I'm so pleased that so many people are actually enjoying them and asking for more. So I'm going to be trying to get quite a few of these up and running. So I'll really try to do this on a weekly basis. But To do that, I need to know that it is being supported. So it would be lovely if you could subscribe to the podcast channel and uh, maybe give some feedback further, as well as letting family, friends, colleagues, neighbours, let everybody know about them. So the information can get out there to help our community. Today's podcast is entitled Survival of Our Present Civilization." That sounds dramatic, doesn't it? But really, there is a link to survival of our present civilization with what is currently in today's age, what is happening with COVID-19. There's that word again. We've heard it so many times and it goes over and over. COVID-19, we're talking about immune systems So you think, well, yes, it's relevant, survival of our present civilization. However, the information I want to present to you today is drawn from a little book that I've had in my dispensary since the late 1970s. And in fact, the first publication of this particular subject line was 1975. So... Survival of our present civilization in 1975 bears enormous relevance to today. No, it's not your immune system. No, it's not any other system of the body. Basically, where we've had lots of linking reports about compromised immune systems and inflammation, as an example. No, survival of our present civilization is really something that all of you can do. Let me share with you the first paragraph under the heading Survival of Our Present Civilization from 1975. Here's the quote. We are not attempting to predict the end of civilization in claiming that if man is to survive, I'm sure they meant men and women, but man collectively is the human race, He must soon make a decision between returning to natural foods or continuing on today's accepted diet of demineralized and devitalized foodless foods with its certainty of sickness, painful ailments and a shortened life. All you need do is read the labels on any food package. The manufacturer adds certain preservatives to make his food product a good shelf item, i.e. one with long-keeping qualities. Artificial colouring and artificial sweetener makes the item more appetising and the chemical additives are used for various purposes, many of which 
are trade secrets known only to the manufacturer. Through a recent discovery, a chemical spray has been perfected, making it possible to keep vegetables such as lettuce and other greens as crisp and fresh for weeks as when first harvested. The time is rapidly approaching if our present civilization is to survive, we must take action because we owe it to the unborn generation who will follow us. Now, what do you think of that paragraph? It's pretty challenging, isn't it, when you think about it? But it really does come back to food and thinking about food as medicine. So the survival of our present civilization links into a further subject, and that is the role of constipation in ill health. And here lies the situation I want to drive home today. It is all about food. We could make a song, that song all about the base, we could do all about the food. Because it really is all about the food you consume that will determine your well-being or not. So there is a basic rule for a disease-free healthy life. Now I challenge the basic rule in this little book about a disease-free healthy life because Eventually we're going to die and we do die of something because our body does break down and cells die off and eventually no one lives forever. But up until that time comes, surely we want to experience a sense of well-being for as long as possible. One of the biggest problems in our community is constipation and therefore we need to follow some fairly basic rules to get on top of constipation. But let's think about what is constipation. Well, if you don't eliminate all the debris from your body that you've literally consumed and coming through the urinary tract or the bowel, then it putrefies and actually affects the blood. The blood is the river of life. It feeds all the systems and now you're starting to get breakdown in the body all because your bowel did not eliminate the debris that is in there. The thing about the bowel, of course, as well, is that it can actually stretch. So a lot of rubbish can be in there and you may not even know that it is. So constipation is to get rid of all that debris. The big question, how many bowel actions should you have a day? Well, the bowel actions, it's not so much how many, it is the content of the stool. If you've got little thin, now we're going to get really personal here folks, but if you get really little round uh, circumference of say about your little finger, then you know that you're not eliminating all the debris. So you need a fairly well formed stool. If it is the darker it is, then the heavier the particles and uh, that you're picking up, like fats and the molecules, um, but if it's very, very light, it can be part of a disease and illness process. So you need to get doctor to have a look at that or your holistically trained healthcare provider. But what you want to do is to have a couple of good bowel actions a day if you're eating three meals a day. But it goes back to it's all about food. It's all about fiber. It's all about fresh food. It's not about processed foods. So 
the survival of our present civilization is going to be all about the food we consume and in the same little 1975 booklet that I'm looking at here today and it's just wonderful because in my Folk Medicine Revival Academy that where we're putting together little short courses about a lot of this folk medicine information for the consumer then we're relying on a lot of this evidence that is presented in these old texts. Some of the books I refer to at the Folk Medicine Revival Academy will be dating from the late 1800s and moving all the way through, sharing information that we know actually works to help the consumer with their well-being. So let's go back to constipation. You need to make sure that you get the bowel working and working well. There can be abdominal distension, there can be flatulence, there can be gas, there can be acidic reflux. You can actually be feeling quite tired, you can be lethargic, you can be bordering on fatigue. I don't know how many clients I've dealt with over the years, it's a lot of them, who'd been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. And invariably, we start working on supporting the body by getting the bowel to work and work well starting to change the diet into a lighter food program to be able to get the body flushing the way that it should be in order for us then to start putting medicines in that can get cellular revival. But you know folks, it's all about every disease and illness that manifests in the body. There invariably will be a link to the bowel. But how many times are you asked by your practitioner, including natural medicine practitioners, how many of them start the consultation by asking you about the bowel? Do you have abdominal bloating? Do you have constipation? Do you have diarrhea? Do you get gastric reflux? Have you got colouring on the tongue being white or yellow? All of these are functional questions to be asking about everything to do with your health and it does not matter what disease or illness you've been diagnosed with. So I want to share with you seven, or no, it'll make it eight. There will be eight tips, the basic rules for a disease-free, healthy life is the caption in this booklet. And I want to read these eight to you because they are so relevant to us today in the year 2019 and they are even more relevant and the information is more specific with COVID-19 because in 1975 this booklet was put together to start getting people to think about the survival of our present civilization. So I've had that little paragraph for you, let's now go into the eight tips. In the introduction it says, Constipation need no longer be a mystery for you, have now becoming informed of all the measures necessary to overcome the most stubborn cases. Recognition of internal uncleanliness as disease producing should make you desirous of overcoming your constipation and the few following rules are submitted for further consideration. Distress that frequently follows eating is unfortunately too well known. The pathological effects are not thoroughly understood at present by the great majority. So we will share these eight points. Here we go. Number one, 
To lengthen your life, shorten your meals. Eat slowly and relish your food, for food must be appetizing and thoroughly masticated in order to digest properly. The first stage of digestion takes place in the mouth, hence the necessity of thorough mastication. To avoid overeating, it is a good rule to leave the table while still a little hungry. Avoid eating between meals. Number two, avoid drinking any liquids with your meals. This includes water, tea, milk, coffee, fruit juices and even soups. Wait at least 15 minutes after drinking before you start eating solid foods. And wait at least the same length of time after eating solids before you drink liquids. Liquids will interfere with digestion of your food when taken together. Avoid all harsh condiments and spices. This includes salt, pepper, mustard, ketchup, vinegar, pickles. They may stimulate jaded appetites, but digestion is retarded. Now this is if you're constipated, because there, and I'm just saying this is an added um, over and above this point number uh, number uh, three, is that sometimes spices can be used and used well for digestive processes if, as an example, you're not constipated, but you need to look at the digestive markers. Number four, avoid using butter, margarine and most cooking oils. Use pure olive oil where necessary to prevent sticking to baking dishes. Starchy vegetables should be steamed or boiled until soft enough to insert a fork easily. Then baked for at least 30 minutes or until actually broken down. You will find added flavour through baking and also the food becomes more easily digestible. Just on that point number four that I'll add here now, I had clients who actually followed that with using potato as well as sweet potato and the sweet potato when softened by boiling and then just baked, dry baked in the oven, um, having that of a nighttime meal actually sorted out the bowel beautifully. Number five, Avoid all denatured and overpressed foods such as white flour and ready-to-use cake mixes. Prepared frozen dinners, in brackets TV, should also be avoided. All nourishing content has been dissipated through the processor's use of food preservatives and chemical additives. A more nutritional meal would consist of a salad of fresh greens, cottage cheese, tomatoes and one or two cooked vegetables or better still a fruit salad with natural yogurt or cottage cheese. Dried figs, dates, apricots or raisins chewed together with a few nuts until thoroughly masticated furnish the necessary protein the body actually requires. Avocados also have a high protein content and are rich in polyunsaturated fat, but also eat sparingly, but it is certainly good to put it into the diet. Number six, 
Avoid constipating foods such as mashed potato with gravy, hot buns, cakes and pastries, cooked cereals of all kinds. Dairy products, eggs, milk, cheese and butter are constipating and form toxic waste poisons in the body and should be avoided. Number seven, avoid all frozen desserts such as ice creams and sherbets. Frozen desserts shock the digestive apparatus and have a high acid content. They rob the system of valuable vitality. The too liberal use of eggs and milk can cause putrefaction in the digestive tract. Normal functioning is impeded and poisons which should have been eliminated are retained. I'd just like to add a note there that it is generally the excessive use of the egg and milk. A small amount of eggs certainly works well, but milk does tend to have a direct link to constipation. And that is dairy, that's cow's milk, not using oat or almond or soy. And the eighth one, since man is a creature of habit, it is wise to take advantage of this fact. Make it a daily habit to visit the bathroom the very first thing in the morning or immediately after eating. Allow yourself ample time. Concentrate on elimination taking place. Be willing to spend 15 or 20 minutes if necessary during the experimental stage. It may require some time before nature accepts the suggestion. You may use bulb syringe with lukewarm, not hot water when necessary, retaining the water at least for 10 minutes before rejecting. You will eventually be rewarded with permanent regularity, particularly if a corrective diet, proper physical exercise and deep breathing has been followed. So folks, There are eight tips from 1975 from a little text in order to be able to start getting your bowel working. But I'd just like to add a few extra points that is also in the little booklet. Basically, they suggest to go on to fruit and fruit diet and fruit and vegetable juices, having sauerkraut on a daily basis and eating only fresh fruits and vegetables for several days in a row and nothing else. The good fibre, the water-soluble fibre content, taking out meat, proteins, etc. that have been clogging the body up can start to assist in the elimination factor that is necessary to start getting a healthy functioning bowel. So folks, believe me, it is true that many disease and illnesses manifest themselves by starting with constipation and then putrefaction around the body. The cells start breaking down in body systems and illness starts to develop. So the survival of our present civilization has more to do with what you take in as food and what you eliminate more so than absolutely anything else. If you have a healthy functioning bowel, then your body is in pretty good condition because the putrefaction is not actually going around. The fermentation process is not then putrefying and then causing havoc throughout every cell of the body. So from this point on, let's start thinking about what we put in and what we eliminate. In, out. Let's keep it simple. 
the healthier the food that you put in, the less man has interfered with it, the better it's going to be for you. The water-soluble fibre as well as good fluid coming through the body, like flushing a toilet by a push button. You know, if you don't have enough fluid coming into your body, you don't sip water regularly throughout the day, then really it's trying to, dry, trying to flush a dry toilet. And the compaction that occurs inside the bowel, it doesn't necessarily block the bowel, but there will be particles that are left to dry on the walls of the bowel, setting up irritation many years down the track. So let's all get and start a revolution here. Let's really start a renaissance in our thought processes about quality food and good elimination. Let's just focus on that, shall we? And by doing that, you can start being rewarded with, and many of my patients have actually reported, major changes in areas of the body they never thought they would ever get over. Aches and pains, gastric sorts of problems, irritability within the bowel, uh, recurring urinary tract infections, um, the immune system will respond beautifully as you start harmonising and getting balance into the body, getting rid of all of that debris, both through the bowel as well as the urinary tract. So folks, until next time, please find happiness in every moment and just remember what's in, what's got to come out, get that nice balance and let's assure the survival of our present civilization by being sensible as well as let's look at getting quality and value in your well-being recovery. So again, as I said, find happiness in every moment and please subscribe and let me know what you feel and think about the podcast. Thank you for listening. The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.